Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest, foreign about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, and we're trying out a new format this week in place of the news. Interviews with visitors to Half Hill to learn a little more about them and what brought them to our little corner of Azeroth. For our first interview, we spoke with Nyane Nimbletwist, a gnome monk of the Order of the Amber Staff, who Talip and I met at the Lazy Turnip. Nayane has been in training as a monk for 12 years, and her ultimate goal is to become strong and patient enough to become a truly accomplished monk, and looks forward to one day being officially initiated by her guild. Nayane joined the Order of the Amber Staff, a magical guild, after one of her sisters joined, who is, according to Nayane, a nut for the arcane arts. Nayane has recently made her home in Halfhill to pursue farming at the recommendation of her master, who told her it will promote patience and serenity. She said she's still trying to figure out precisely how farming will do this, but she was very happy about the free food, which I definitely understand. Nayane finds Halfhill very peaceful and likes how the inhabitants are willing to help her learn. She acknowledged that training newcomers can be challenging, but appreciates that the locals always seem to be willing to help. She does get advice from Jogu from time to time, but has a hard time understanding his slurred speech. (laughs) I think we all understand that, Nayane. Nayane likes Pandaren culture in general, and is pleased to be surrounded by such positivity. She's been taught to protect her garden from vermin and maintains it using gnome-sized tools made for her by her sister, Silae, an engineer who prefers to stay in her lab and didn't move to Halfhill with Nyane. Nyane is one of five sisters, Nyane and her twin Turba, who are the youngest, Libet, Emily, and Silae. Professor Talip remarked on how much it must take to feed so many siblings, even though gnomes probably eat less than Pandarans. Nayane laughed and said that although they don't live together anymore, she did eat most of all the siblings. Nayane showed great interest in Pandaren recipes, and Talip shared some with her, including the Mad Brewer's Breakfast, and we spent a little time discussing the potential negative effects of this brew. It was a very pleasant interview, and both Professor Tanalip and I want to express our sincere thanks to Nayeni for taking the time and being our first interview. Stay tuned after the episode for a special announcement on how you can be featured on the Half Hill Report. It's time for the Dwarven Weather Forecast with Eamon Wetbranch, sponsored by Nessingwary Safari. This week... The Timeless Isle. What's the forecast, Eamon? Oh, sunny. It's always sunny there. It's depressing. Now off with you. Thanks, Eamon. The Dwarven Weather Report is brought to you by Nessingwary Safari, who remind you that no one is meant for defeat. And now, the farm report. 
Jogu's word on tomorrow's crops is white turnips. This spicy root vegetable is a good thing to keep in your pantry, especially if you want to make steamed crab surprise. Warlocks, mages, and other spellcasters will find this Pandaren delicacy both healing and restorative of mana. You'll also need to fish for Jewel Danio, which can only be found on the Timeless Isle. Professor Talib and I traveled there today to check out the fishing locations for this hard-to-find fish, and we talk about that in today's feature story. You can learn the recipe for this steamed delight from Master of the Steamer, Yan Ironpaw, right here in Half Hill Market. Checking the Azeroth calendar? Well, it's a quiet week in Azeroth, but in just one week, the Glowcap Festival will get underway. So if you're a Fungus fan, make your plans to travel to the Sporagar region of Zagramarsh to help the Sporlings there heal the Great Fashu. This is just a one-day event, so as I always say, if the Fashu fits... (laughs) For our feature story this week... We're returning to Travels with Tashi and Talib. This week, we'll be talking about our experience with the Spring Balloon Festival and telling you about our fishing trip to the Timeless Isle. Two weeks ago, Professor Talib and I participated in the annual Spring Balloon Festival. We caught a balloon ride at Pangstead right here in the valley. Our fellow traveler was a very nice mage by the name of Archmage Granton. Once we got over our concerns about getting into a balloon with a fire mage, we had a delightful conversation with our guide, Lynn Cloudwalker. Lynn admitted to us that he never really wanted to be a balloon guide and once had aspirations of being a shaman, but went into the family business instead. The professor and I shared amused and knowing looks and told Lynn that I had left the family farm to pursue journalism at Half-Hill Ag, which he seemed to appreciate. Although we focused more on the conversation than the sights, it was a pleasant ride, and we enjoyed meeting Archmage Grattan. Recently, the professor and I discovered a mutual love of fishing, and decided to take a trip today to the Timeless Isle to do a little angling for the Jewel Danio. We took a very nice kite ride from the flight master in Half Hill to Tushwi's Landing on the Timeless Isle. If you've never taken the opportunity to travel to this beautiful and enigmatic island, I encourage you to do so. There are numerous challenges for the adventuresome, and it can be a very rewarding experience. But today the good professor and I were focused on fishing, so we made our way to Moss Green Lake just east of the Celestial Court. The road to the lake takes you through the court of the August Celestials, guarded over by the Celestial Guards, led by Captain Huan. This imposing Pandaren warrior is a striking figure in his classic Pandaren armor, adorned with the star-strewn blue, white, and gold tabard of the Celestial Guard. He greeted us cordially and noted that no faction squabble would be tolerated there. As we traveled through the court, we had the privilege to see the great jade serpent Yulan holding the central court, with the other august celestials, Qi Ji, Nizhao, and Zhuen, in attendance. 
Professor Talib couldn't resist the temptation to test her pet battling skills against one of the court's resident pet tamers, little Tommy Newcomer. Talib assembled her team of a tranquil mechanical yeti, a clockwork gnome, and a jade oozling to square off against Tommy's single, little Undasta, a powerful raptor-type creature. The professor let out with her yeti, and Tommy's Undasta dealt significant damage to Talib's whole team in the early going. But, always the cagey and experienced scrapper, Talib used a clever strategy of rotating her team and using their collective abilities to take down Undasta in the fifth round, and was awarded 500 timeless tokens. With Talib's winnings from the pet battle pocketed, we arrived at the lovely Moss Green Lake, where we both discovered we had forgotten our good fishing poles. So we made do with a couple of quickly crafted, simple cane poles. We spent a relaxing time fishing this small, clear lake and remarking on the variety of local wildlife who use this as a watering hole. We even struck up a friendship with a small iron fur grazer who alternated between drinking from the lake, grazing on the abundant grasses, and watching our activities with curiosity. He even boldly came over to us and gently nuzzled us with his soft nose. In addition to the jeweled danios, we both caught the unique flying tiger gouramis, which we'll be able to exchange with fishing master Nat Pagel for a nice sack of gold and a charm of good fortune. We were lucky enough to find some active schools of jeweled danios, and in just a brief time we both caught enough to make a batch of steamed crab surprise. So we set our poles aside and sat side by side on the shore, cooling our feet in the refreshing water of the lake under the eternal sunset of the timeless isle, quietly exchanging small talk and looking forward to how good the steamed crab surprise would be when we got home. As always, I am coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, the home of all your favorite beverages, including cold, refreshing Storm Stout Brew, made with pride right here in the valley by the Pandarans of Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria. Hi, Tosh Mifuni here. This week we tried something a little different, and we hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we did making it. We'd love to hear from you, especially if your or your group would be interested in being featured on the Half-Hill Report. You can send a message to either Talib or I in-game, or drop us a line at halfhillreport at yahoo.com, or at Twitter at halfhillreport. And again, a special thanks to Nyani Nimbletwist, who so graciously accepted when I stood on the front porch of the Lazy Turnip 
and shouted out an invite to anyone in hearing distance, and for being such a great interview. And hey, thanks for listening.